Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is a week for quality food and beverages. I don't like beans in my chili. That's a fair debate because the ori- original chili did not have beans in it. What do you mean the ori- you were there when they created the <laughs> original was. chili? I was. On the Old West? Yep. Expensive commercials and stupid questions from reporters covering their first sporting event. Is your mom picking you up after the Super Bowl? This is a Super Week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy. McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Dirt and Spray on 1080. I'm here so I won't get found. The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Hope your Monday mornings are going great. We've covered a lot through the first two hours of our work week here. We haven't even got to the Tom Brady D-pick. Yeah, Tom Brady's into nudes now. Yeah, oh, I miss that. Sending uh, artful nude photos. I'm posting it right now at Dirt and Sprague asking the question, is Tom Brady broken or is Tom Brady okay? Hmm. I, don't think he, I don't think he's been okay for a while, man. Have you seen the way that guy's face is changing? You know how many surgeries it takes to get rid of your cheekbones? Well, go That's look at the That's not a photo. normal thing. His he, cheekbones no longer exist. He's paying off a bet. He had some bet years ago with his Brady line with underwear model, and he's paying it off in his underwear. <laughs> and his face, he just doesn't look like Tom Brady. He wants his family back. I don't think he does. I think he's in a weird zone, man. I think he's broken. (laughs) Mentally broken. Uh, We do have a bit of news to open the final hour of the show. Uh, This one hurts, man, because especially uh, the head coach of the team just last week said, I don't expect any other changes to happen. Oh, no. Uh, Oregon has lost their offensive line coach. He is gone. That just came across the wire from Pete Thamel. Adrian Clem is expected to leave to join the New England Patriots. Whoa. That was rumored a while back, and uh, Dan Lanning was asked at his post- signing day part two press conference. Do you expect any other staff changes? Is Clem going to leave? And his answer was pretty simple. He said, no, not, I don't expect anything else to happen. And assumed that Clem would be back, and that is not the case. He's going to head to New England. He's going to receive a nice little pay raise to move back to the NFL. Hmm. Did a pretty good job in year one. And so uh, there you go. Oregon's going to need a new offensive line coach again. Adrian Clem's gone. Uh, if Oregon State lost their offensive line coach, I would treat it as if they lost their head coach because that's how much <laughs> I respect what – uh, they've established in Corvallis. Where is this for you of troubling things to hear today? It's a tough one I, to know how to feel because he inherited a great offensive line. Their offensive line was really good. But I, it's also like how much credit do you give him for that? They weren't necessarily great in recruiting offensive linemen either outside of the Connerly signing. And I think NIL had a little bit to do with that. So 
He seemed like a good coach, but how much of it was him and how much of it was the talent, what he inherited yeah. at the offensive line and basically mm-hmm. having five returning starters. So okay. I think that's the complicated nature. Um, we'll see where Oregon goes from there. It's just tough because, I mean, literally, what was signing day? Wednesday of last week? Yeah. I watched the Dan Lanning post-press conference of that, and he was asked directly, any other changes? He said, nope, no other changes. Uh, let's stick in college football to start the final hour, shall we? We'll get to a controversial. Oh, you just tweeted out the Tom Brady photo. Well, I mean, come on, man. How do you not... That just popped up on my timeline. How am I supposed to focus now? Well, I got a problem with this what photo. What is going on with this dude? This is like this is so photoshopped too. I mean, it's very photoshopped. Which I mean, is... look at his face. He looks like he's nineteen years old. Yeah, there's something weird. You can clearly tell there's a filter happening there. It... What are we doing? I, I do a gambling show, and she she lives in my co-host lives in Boston, so she's a dire Patriots fan. She's a big Tom Brady fan, and I text her and I said, "Are you okay?" And she goes, "I have no idea how to feel about this." And I go, "I'm real disappointed here. I feel like Tom Brady should have moved his hand. He's blocking his package in this photo. You want a better picture of his package? If you're gonna move product with underwear, don't you kind of need to so- show what you're working with a little bit? And you need to show him like, hey, this is how it can make you look too. I want to see a bulge." Don't pull you want to know if Don't he's the up. goat or a six-round draft pick? I think he's a six-round draft pick. <laughs> I think he. I think he outplayed his position. That's a that's a fair take. Is that a fair take? That's a fair take, and I agree with that take. I think if me and Tom Brady were in a shower, I wouldn't look over and be like, oh, "Wow, oh Tom God. Brady." You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's the one he's... good thing about going to a gym with old guys who oh. shower. Sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, I'm yeah. happy with what so I Brady's got." Brady's just out working. He's working harder than his competition. I think that's who he was. As, I think that's who he was as a quarterback. Right. Yeah, it worked a lot of folks. He was a little psychotically driven that way. I, I think he was a little psychotically driven. Yeah, yeah. Move the hand. If 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 you're feeling good about the bulge, you're not putting the hand there. Just lean into it. Yeah. If you're gonna do this weird thing where you're acting like you're 25 when you're actually like 46, <laughs> just lean all the way into it. Start wearing Ed Hardy. Put on way too much cologne. And just be 46-year-old super douche. The funny thing is, is most men have the benefit of aging gracefully. Like, we have that over, like, women, I think, have that existential fear of what do I look like when I get older and do I need plastic surgery? Oh, I do think I guys Botox? worry about that. They just don't talk about it the way women Maybe do. they do. Yeah. I personally don't. And a you lot don't. of t- No, not at all. And, and a lot of times you look at older men, women do at least, and they say, what, what's the phrase you hear a lot? He's a silver fox. Right? Yeah. George Clooney, good-looking older dude. Like a lot of guys, when you get to that age, you can be you can grow more attractive as you get older. Yeah, but we also know a mid-40-year-old who dyed his hair so bad that the <laughs> dye was leaking down his face. Well, he also wore Ed Hardy's. So what do you want from me? (laughs) You're proving my point. I think there are more men. I think Tom Brady is a female version of a man. That's my take here. I think you're cutting too many men. Botox, surgery. You're you're, you're cutting slack to too many guys. There are far more men. Remember when he was balding when he was like 25 and now he has a great head of hair? He has an amazing head of hair. It's clearly fake. But I think you're cutting way too many men slack of saying they don't care as much how they age. I think a lot of guys care how they age. They just don't talk about it with other men. Mm. First of all, how many conversations you ever had with your boys? We talk about this all the time. Do you? Yeah. What do you want to look like when you're 47? Do you guys just circle <laughs> at a table and you go, who's aging the poorest here? <laughs> is it Spencer? Is it, is it Kevin? Is it Scott? Like, who's aging the poorest here? Swag, do you care about how you look? You're an old now. Uh, there are very specific things that I'm vain about. He won't eat oh. bread. What do you mean? Does he care how he's aging? <laughs> well, of that's a health. That's, that's different. Health. That's, that's health. Fitness. That's he's fat. He's out of shape. That's different to me than 
than the yeah. upkeep of your physical appearance in terms of surgery, hair dye, well, he's not Botox. Gonna, yeah, like okay. that to me, that's what I'm using here. Have you dyed your hair? No, I have not. Have you thought about it? He's follically blessed. Uh, others, well, others claim that there's gray in there, and I will have you no You got a little bit of salt. No, I've seen I don't. It. I don't. You shut your mouth. You're 52. I'm 51. No, I have a raise, and I'm 34. You're turning 52 this year, so yes, lean into it. Later this summer. What's the problem with a little gray? I got some gray on the side uh, of my head. You're a silver fox. Be a silver fox. Yeah, what's your problem? Women are attracted to a silver fox. That was blonde up there. Yeah. <laughs> Dark blonde. Yeah, Joe sure asking Steve Martin. Dark blonde. No, this is white. Joe is asking, is this why they measure hands at the combine? It is, yeah. This is, this is the specific reason why they measure hands at Look, the combine. Look, it's okay to be middle of the road, Tom Brady. I'm just saying, if you're going to do a, an underwear pick, lean all the way into it. Yeah, I want to see what he's working with. You know? Work yeah. it up till you're right at the edge of feeling really good. And then let it decompress and take the photo right in the middle of the decompression. We all, we all Every know. guy's done this. We all know that game. Yeah, we all, we know, all know the game. Especially if you're a grower. You know, you gotta, yeah, you, sometimes yeah. you got you to gotta play the game. I don't want that to be my representation. Right. i got to show you at least some of what I'm working with here. Although it would be pretty badass if he leaned into the shower and it just wasn't <laughs> impressive at all. He's like, I don't even care. What are you going to say? I'm Tom Brady. I won seven Super Bowls, bitch. What do you want from me, all right? It, there may not be a better opportunity to take a photo of your small ween than when you have five Super Bowl rings on your hand. <laughs> Nobody can say anything to you in that moment. I think it's like, well, what do I say to him? He's got five Super Bowl rings. 39-year-old man has chimed in. I think all men care about how they Thank edge. You. Thank you. I haven't personally, but I know many who get cosmetic procedures. You'd be shocked at how common it is. Maybe I'm wrong on this. I just I don't care. Do you care about how you look as you get older? I don't care at all. Like, well, Health wise, I yeah. want I want to be in better shape. I want to lose weight. But again, I, sure. I view those two things differently. I have a couple things that I've I've gone back and forth with in my head. You're gonna get like your double chin surgically removed. <laughs> Howard Stern did. Did he really? Yeah. So there's a thing like right there where your double chin is because I have one if I lean the right way. You do, yeah. I've thought about. It. I'm never gonna do it. It's <laughs> things I've thought about though. Okay. All right. I don't want to go bald. I might go bald, but I don't want to go bald. You're gonna get hair transplant. Plans if you do? I've thought about it during a walk. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, how do you not think about any of your flaws and go, is there a way to improve it? It doesn't mean you're going to do it, yeah. but you don't think about it at all. I think your stage in life has a lot to do with that, too, and your relationship status. Like, I, I think for those who are not... Are you suggesting I have a rocky <laughs> no, marriage? No, what I'm saying. I think for most, for people who commonly are not together, married, have families, like, the older you get, the more you're going to care because you're still on the market. Oh, in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, for, I think for, largely for me, maybe that's where my mindset's coming from. It's like, I don't see that ever being the case in, in my future. And so I, you know, sorry, but I still honey, if I go good. bald, I go bald. Yeah, but I still want to look good. Yeah, you're going to look good. You stay in shape. You work out. You're going to look fine. Well, yeah, I, I work out because of how ugly I am. But what if I told you, <laughs> what if I told you, though, that for this small price of $50,000, you could have a head of hair? Not worth it. You wouldn't contemplate it? Not worth it. Because that's, I mean, it's How attainable. many years of a country club membership can I get for $50,000? Well... <laughs> How many new sets of golf clubs? What kind of golf? Can I do a golf trip in Ireland for six months? Can, can I, I do, do a that? couple of those? Because yeah. I would rather spend $50,000 on that than getting my cheekbones lifted. I'm just saying, I know a guy in L.A. who was going bald, <laughs> and he got he got his hairline restored, and he paid a decent sum of money, and he, got, he has hair. Now, here's the funny thing. He paid all that money. He has hair. He shaves his head bald. But he has Kenny Smith, so you can see the hairline. Ah. But he paid... Like fifty grand for it, but he shaves his head bald. That seems like a waste of money. It's kind of what I thought too. If you're gonna get your hair surgically fixed, grow it out, young man. 
Yeah, I get the locks flowing. What I would have thought here? the same thing, but there he is doing it. It should be down to your butt. You should have a long ponytail. <laughs> That's a bit much. You're spending that much money on hair? You take advantage, have a mullet. But see, you proved my point thing. in this segment. You said most guys don't care, and then immediately asked Swag, and clearly Swag is very <laughs> self-conscious about gray hair for whatever reason. You know what it probably is? If he's self-conscious about gray hair on his head, where uh, do you think he has gray hair? Yeah. yeah. I can think of a couple places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can think of a couple. Mm-hmm. Dark blonde. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that was. Go look at the weird Tom Brady photo on our Twitter page. Uh, I, it's, I think he's lost. He's I think going, he is a different human being at this point. He he's is. going through an existential crisis. I think he is, man. And I really think he is. He needs to figure that ass out. Uh, we have coming up, I didn't get to my college football note there, so I'm going to dive into that. Also, a new controversial rule might be coming to the NFL. How do we feel about this? Those are next on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law all right, there you go. Fun talk about Tom Brady and his crisis and swags, uh, drapes. <laughs> Let's get to college football in the NFL, shall we? This happened over the weekend. Silver fox in your pants. <laughs> Dark blonde. If we don't like the control that ESPN and Fox have over the future of college football, how about this headline from Brett McMurphy? So remember, Oklahoma and Texas are still there. They have to wait for their uh, what their their TV deal to be yeah, up. Yeah, the TV deal to expire, so they don't have to pay multi millions yeah, to get out of it early. Right. So they're they're trying. They've been trying for year, the last two years to reach an agreement with the Big Twelve. Here's here's how much you have to pay yeah. to get out of the deal early. You can go to the, the SEC. Big Twelve schools are not budging, and they don't care. And they're like, they no, want a check, or you can or you're staying. fulfill your contract. You're not going to the SEC early, right? Well, according to Brett McMurphy, the Oklahoma and, and Texas actually reached an agreement with the Big Twelve and the other schools to exit the conference a year early, which would be after this upcoming season. They technically still have, I believe, two more years left in the Big 12. But they were they would say, hey, we got a deal done. Here's our deal. And we're going to go join the SEC in 2024, which would be the start of next college football. Not this upcoming, but the next college football season. According to McMurphy, though, ESPN and Fox nixed the deal. They said that there, there's not enough there. We're, we're not completely satisfied with what the financial compensation is. Therefore, you're remaining in the Big 12 for the next two years. 
So because the deal was negotiated at a certain price point, they the networks didn't the two want to pay are saying, nope. that number. They want to pay a smaller number. They want to. I would imagine would want to pay a smaller number here. And I would counter and say, and Fox is saying no because Fox has the rights currently to the Big Twelve. I, yeah. Fox does not have the rights to the SEC, so they want more money in return. Oh, gotcha. Because Fox is saying, hey, wait a minute, if we let you leave a year early, we're losing Oklahoma and Texas inventory because the SEC is controlling all of the SEC inventory. See, this is where I know it's it's financials and some of this will get worked out. I kind of wish these conferences and networks who have controlling stakes and interests in the conferences would stick their guns to these teams who want to bolt and say, screw, you're going to be here for the next fill-in-the-blank years. Like the um, the TV rights deal, unfortunately, is up for the Pac-12. We still haven't heard anything on that. And it's the new year. Remember, we talked before the new year. And, <laughs> it's February yeah, now. It's February, oh, yeah, Fox yeah. and ESPN told UCLA and USC, uh, you're not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, like, I, I would kind of like that. Like, let us have them for two more years. And then eventually, get, does it get to a point where you go, it's been four years, we'll just stay here. Well, here's the difference. I think the Pac-12 Grand Rights deal is done after next season. It is, yeah. Yeah, so the, so the, this was just the Big 12 had – theirs went through the 2025 season. That's – yeah. Yeah, and so that's why this was a hang-up. But for ESPN's sake, it would make sense to put a kibosh or try and be a roadblock for USC and UCLA leaving because the Big 10 is basically controlling all of the – or excuse me, Fox is controlling all of the Big 10 inventory. So when USC and UCLA leave, the same problem exists for ESPN here. They're losing USC and UCLA games. I guess what I'm just saying – is what everybody else is wishing and thinking. I, 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 I ultimately wish they would come to the conclusion this is really bad for the sport. I wish, man. And we could just have some of this backtrack. Unfortunately, I, you've already, you know, the trains left the station. Texas, Oklahoma, USC, UCLA, they're going to go elsewhere. But, you know, this year Georgia easily won the national championship, right? I, I really do believe college football is in a place where if these if these teams stayed in their conferences, like every year would be incredibly unpredictable, wild. You wouldn't know exactly who's going to be. You'd understand Georgia, Alabama are probably going to be there. Ohio State probably going to be in that conversation. Harbaugh, if he stays at Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, all that. But for the most part, around the landscape of college football, it's wide open, and we just don't know who's going to be great on each year because of the portal and recruiting and and so, like, I wish in that regard they just keep everything as is. But I, I like seeing the networks battle over a couple million dollars. Yeah, it's pretty funny if you're wondering, again, how much control the networks have. Texas and Oklahoma reached an agreement with the Big 12 and the other schools to exit after the upcoming season. ESPN and Fox were not satisfied, so no deal will take place. And according to Pete Thamel, who is uh, linked with ESPN, obviously, uh, they, they will not join the SEC until 2025. They're done negotiating, so two more years in the Big 12 for Oklahoma and Texas. Let's get to the NFL. This came out over the weekend, and it it's amazing how the NFL has the ability to do this. It's like, let's find another way to piss off fans. Let's find another controversial rule that nobody is going to like. The latest one is has largely been the roughing the passer calls. I think we have one of those at least every week where we all scream at our television, are you kidding me? There will probably be one in the Super Bowl that's a costly 15-yard penalty. That shouldn't be a 15-yard penalty. The NFL is now planning to have active conversations this offseason about banning hip-drop tackles. 
Now, for if you're having a trouble viewing what that is, essentially they mainly happen in the secondary, but occasionally in the backfield. When a defender grabs from behind the offensive player around the waist, and they use their weight then to basically sit down on their butt and pull the weight of the player down with them that way. Now, there's been some leg injuries. Tony Pollard left the San Francisco-Dallas game because of a tackle like this, and your leg can get caught up underneath the defending player. So the NFL is saying, well, we're going to have conversations. We want to try and get rid of this potentially this offseason. Richard Sherman saw this and had, I thought, a spot-on take where he tweeted, a desperation wrap-up trying to prevent a ball carrier from gaining extra yards. There isn't one player saying, hey, I'm about to drop my weight on this dude's ankle when I tackle him. Defense is hard enough with the rules around roughing the quarterback and interference. This would be overkill. And here comes the next controversial NFL rule. Feels like there's one every offseason. Welcome hip drop tackles. Is there any part of you guys, if you whether you watched or not, was there any part of you? Because it did. I did think about it. If the NFL was experimenting to see how people enjoyed flag football this weekend <laughs> in the Pro Bowl, I mean, I you're moving to this. You're starting to out outlaw certain yeah. types of tackles. You I can't hit the quarterback. You can't be, bring your weight on the it's quarterback. It's going to be rugby with forward passing before the, much the, longer. The horse tackle, I get, man. Like you can tackle somebody without having to drag right specifically in that spot. When you start doing the hey, you when you wrap and you pull, you can't do that anymore. What is a defensive back and a defensive player supposed to do? In and I don't moments? know what representation the referees have at the table. I hope they speak up and go, would you guys quit making things more difficult for us? This is a total judgment call based on the angle and they're running around. And how do I, how do I discern intent or no, I, I, I don't know if this is. How do you tackle a player from behind? You, I mean, you got to trip them. I, you got to like swipe <laughs> like tripping's your arm. A penalty too. But you got to swipe your arm at their feet to trip them that yeah. way, not like yeah. with your leg. But if yeah. you're trying to protect teams from injuries, expand the roster. I, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. But they don't want to pay more guys. Well, that's the other thing. I also wondered and wished the NFL. Now the NFL's cash strapped. I mean, come on. Not that. <laughs> not that it's it, the the norm. In any sense, but like when you get stuck with a Niner Eagle game where the other team doesn't actually have a quarterback, you you have to, even if it's a one-off, if you're going to react to a pass interference, no pass interference, and make that reviewable because of one play, I think you should be more looking into the expansion of playoff expanded rosters, especially at that position. You cannot be in a spot where one of your four final teams loses two quarterbacks, which means they have no quarterbacks because they already lost two more <laughs> quarterbacks. Like, go that direction with your rules. Not, you can't tackle somebody from behind because you're trying to, by the way, if they lunge the ball forward, we're now giving them the spot of the ball and not where their body is. So, of course, the defensive back is wrapping and pulling backwards. Yeah. Like, you just continue to punish the defense with your rule changes and it's it's ridiculous. I like offense as much as anybody. We got high level offensive players in this league, all time great stuff. But I also appreciate defense because defense is tough, and defensive back is is maybe the second hardest position to play in the sport. And they are already playing with one hand tied up behind their back. And now you're saying, hey, don't tackle guys a certain way. I mean, you're just getting closer and closer to what Swag said. Rugby, glorified rugby. Or I was wondering this weekend. I didn't watch any of it. I saw a highlight of Stephon Diggs getting picked off by his brother. Like, are we just moving towards flag football? Because if you're going to outlaw certain tackles, you're going to get to moments in games 
where these are these flags are thrown and we're sitting there as fans going, really? Yeah. Really? Even if the player doesn't get hurt, we're still going to throw the flag and penalize this team, I don't know, 5, 10, probably 15 yards the way they, they tack on yards for these penalties at this point. Yeah, some, one of our P1s asking the question, how many players have been injured from tackles like this? I, they, I don't have the number off the top of my head. I'm sure some have. Well, the I, NFL I, needs to prove that, play, though. Like, give us even the number. Then, though, I, see, even then, though, I disagree with that because players get hurt on all sorts of tackles. Well, that's true, too. It's a physical game. Yeah. It's a violent game. It players is. get hurt. And I just this this push to try and legislate things out. Like I, I feel horrible for defenders, man. You can't you can't fall on a quarterback. You can't put your weight on a quarterback. You can't wrap up a quarterback and throw him to the ground. You can't hit a receiver in the open field high. Now you you can't hit him low because you get a penalty for that. Now you can't wrap him up from behind and drop your weight to the ground to bring him down to the ground. Like yeah. just I, there's like one way to now tackle somebody. And I'm with you. I love offense. I love scoring. I love quarterback play and all that. But continuing to legislate how you tackle in the sport of tackle football to me, is, is mind-boggling. And I, I hope that, that calmer heads prevail here. There was an injury or two in the playoffs that happened because of tackles like this. But again, guys get hurt all the time. It happens. It's football. Uh, you know who dominated flag football, though, this weekend? Who? Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's, he's ready if the league makes a switch. Is he's he? Re- he's ready. I mean, I, I believe Kirk Cousins would be Tom Brady if I think they he played was, flag football. He dominated. That's a good poll question. Would Kirk Cousins be Tom Brady <laughs> if they played flag football flag and not football. tackle football? Ah, uh, the NFL. More things to get us riled up about. It is Super Bowl week, though. We'll have some more on that game, obviously, as the week goes on because we're all excited for Kansas City in Philadelphia. Is, is it possible the NFL, despite it needing to let their players rest for a week, the NFL, in, in of all the calendar years, the one time the NFL should reconsider their calendar is changing their Super Bowl to last week and not this week because say what you want, we're all going to watch, millions and millions are going to watch the Super Bowl. The NBA took today over. They did. This is one of your prime days to talk about this game. There's a media event tonight. There is. And we'll talk about some of the sound we get from it, but like all of the shows today, it's just Kyrie, Mavericks, NBA trade deadline. The NBA has found a way to kind of own this week, whereas the NFL, it's like, all right, it's our second week ramping up into that game that you may have forgot about, but it's coming this weekend. Yeah, but the the NFL has been stealing the NBA's thunder because they always release their full schedule in the first weekend of playoff action. I, I know. I know. I like them giving getting a taste so, of their yeah, own medicine. So the NBA's. Yeah. But they couldn't. I mean, they couldn't orchestrate. The biggest change I want is just move the Super Bowl to a Saturday. Why can't we play it on a Saturday? Well, I, don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. You have two weeks sense. off. It's, yeah. We would all rather watch it on a Saturday because then you don't have to work Sunday for the most part. Like, but, I, but they're getting all the headlines today, and then Thursday they're going to get more headlines because there's going to be some trades. Yeah, there'll be a big trade deadline stuff, and Kyrie's going to play his first game, it sounds like, on Wednesday, and that'll be a big talking yeah. point in the sports media world. So, uh, anyways, another controversial rule potentially coming in the offseason, as um, it was reported over the weekend, they're considering having uh, active conversations about banning the hip drop tackles. Richard Sherman had a great point basically asking, what, what are defenders supposed to do at this point in football? Let's get back into some NBA stuff because we got a whole slew of poll questions to throw at you about not only the Kyrie Irving trade, but potential Portland Trailblazer trades. As Sprague just mentioned, the deadline is coming up on Thursday, and the best player in the NBA is in town tonight, and I can't wait to watch him. I will get to some Blazers and some NBA stuff next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Well, it was an up and down weekend for the Portland Trailblazers. I made money on their comeback. I don't usually boldly bet when a team is down by basically 20 at halftime, but I thought, you know what? Screw it. I put five bucks on them, 155. I'll take it. I had a, a, a listener of the show that responded after the, the game to a tweet that I had sent out. He put a hundred bucks on them down by like 15 in the fourth quarter or third, third quarter, whatever it still was, and took home like 600 bucks. And I thought, man, the whole hippos you have to place that bet. So here was, that's funny. I think this whole city's realized who they are. They are, don't show up in the first quarter team, right. be down by maybe almost 20 at half, come out, play an amazing second half. It was 36-19 at yeah. the end of the first quarter. So I did the same thing you did. I, I, I was watching this live, and I said, okay, they're down 18. I went to the DraftKings app. It was at plus 275. Mm-hmm. And then I hit my bet in. It went to plus 255, so I have to accept the changes. And the payout was like, I think I was going to make 30 bucks. Yeah. It wasn't amazing. I didn't put a big wager on it. I mean, when a team's down by that much, you're not confident betting a lot of money. My brother-in-law, who is a bit of a degenerate and diehard Blazer fan, also felt how I felt. And he sent me a screenshot, unsolicited, just sent me a screenshot. He got it at plus 900. He waited longer. Mm-hmm. And I was kicking myself, and then I, I saw how much he bet. It wasn't a big wager, but he made a good – I think he made like 70 bucks. That's a good bet. He tells me, because I golf with him the next day, he goes, I put $100 on that line for about five minutes, and I was going to make $1,000. And he goes, <laughs> but I had already done that, and they lost it last time, so yeah. I, I, I changed the wager. He went small, and he had a lot of regret with that. And I think that's kind of the key. Not against the Milwaukee Bucks. But against almost any other team, when sure. you're down 20, bet the bet the Blazers live on the money line because the odds are juicy, and they have a good shot of always coming back and winning stupid games. Hell, you can argue, too, whenever they're up by 20, bet against the Blazers because we saw them blow it against the Lakers when they had a huge lead. I think, who was it? Was it Phoenix? The Clippers? Who came in here and, and erased like a 20-point second half? It was episode? the Lakers. They was, were down 25. Well, there was another one, though, too. Didn't Norman Powell have like a huge fourth oh, well, quarter Norman and come back did, yeah. down from like down 20 in the second half in yeah. Portland? Yeah. So Portland's done it twice the other way as well. Uh, so they beat Washington. Nice comeback win. It's like, hey, there you go. Maybe they're finding a little bit of a groove. And then on Saturday night, they go to Chicago and they give up 130 points. Lillard goes for 40. Not enough. That's third and four nights. I, I didn't expect yeah. the, the most. Two 
two and one road trip is about it. as good as you could do on that. You take it. And now on a Monday, you get Giannis in town. And we can get to that here in a moment as, as we wrap up the show. Portland is a, a slight underdog here at home tonight to Milwaukee. Uh, but you put up a poll question last night. And I'm curious where fans are at on this. Decent, decent response so far from votes. Trade deadline's coming up on Thursday. Which of the scenarios do you think is most likely to play out for the Blazers? Hart and Nurk both gone or one of the other gone? And right now, the number one answer, just by the slimmest of margins, is Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurkic both getting traded at 35%. 34.5% of folks are saying Hart is gone, but Nurkic stays. And uh, please, for the love of my sanity, do not allow that to happen. Hart would make sense because he's expiring. Hart, Hart moving makes sense. And, and the fit, look, he was a great energy, but the fit's just... I think we well, he won't it. shoot. He's, he's not, not going to shoot, so you, he's ruining your offensive flow. You need somebody that can shoot. Nurk, I just think, is at the end point of the career here. Uh, I think they've told him that. I think he's aware of that. I will be surprised if we see him play in a Blazer uniform. Where's I, the fear of trading that contract, though? You think a team's going to be j- like jump? I mean, oh, I don't. It's, like, it's, what else do you have to give up to get rid of that contract? I mean, I, I said this when he signed it. I've screamed it from the mountaintops. It was an absolutely awful deal. It was the swing and miss of Joe Cronin's offseason, was having to give him that contract. And I've been told, you know, it's the part of doing business. It was the part of tanking. If you wanted to yeah. tank, you needed Nurkic to not play. And you had to agree to him in a contract year to shut it down. Okay. Four years? Four. Three at the most. And I didn't even like three as an idea. And I was hoping that would be a two and a one with an option year. Right. They gave him a four, a fully four-year guaranteed contract at $70 million for a middle-of-the-road bad attitude center. I hope they trade him for spare parts because I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to make a push for the playoffs. They're not that far back out of it. Josh Hart's probably going to net them a piece or two, and they're going to gear up and see what they can. I worry about this team. I know Dame's an amazing leader. He, le- he largely has everything kind of under his control. I worry about Nurkic being on this roster post-trade deadline because he knows they're trading him or they're shopping him at least. But because of that contract, it's not a given they're going to find a trade partner. That contract's awful. That is a negative asset right there, that use of Nurkic deal. doesn't mean it's untradeable. It just means it's not as (laughs) highly coveted. He's got basically three years, 55-ish million left on that deal. Yeah. Where he's next year going to make 16.8. The following year, 24-25, he's going to make over 18 million. In the final year of the deal, when he's 31 years old, and he's already seems like slowing down because of injuries the last couple of years. I mean, a bone went through his leg. He's and he's a seven foot, which is my maybe shouldn't have given him four years, 70. But I get the larger point, and I I think it is that's a tough spot for Cronin to be in because you needed to lose games on purpose, but you also can't tell a player who's not hurt to sit down in a contract here. Like that's a really complicated situation. The final year of the deal. When he's 31 years old, uh, he'll be making basically $20 million that season. And it's an estimated about 13% of the salary cap. So the final year of his deal, he'll only be 31. He's only going to be 30. Yeah, he's only that 28 right now. wild to think about that he's only that young, and it feels like he's a 36-year-old vet. feels like he's been in Portland for a decade. It I does, know it's not, it, but no, it, feels it does like feel like that. It feels like he's been around a long time. Yeah, I'm, uh, the hard thing makes a ton of sense. I think fit-wise, you love the energy, you love the effort. Just you got to have somebody out there with Dame and Ant that can take pressure off when they're going to get double teamed and trapped late in games. And you got to have somebody that's willing to shoot the basketball. And he just he doesn't have that. And so Hart, we thank you for your contributions. I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to get traded this week. Then the Nurkic wanted to me is the big. That's the big domino. If you can find a way to get out of that contract, and even if you're bringing in to your point, you're just selling it for scraps. You obviously at some point have to go get another center. 
because Eubanks can't be your starting center, so you're going to have to replace him. Yeah. Uh, but I, that, to me, is the big domino that we're all hoping uh, falls. The future Blazer potential center, Mo Bamba, did you see he got in a big fight this weekend? He fought Austin Rivers. That was an interesting – that was a good fight. Was it? It was pretty, it was pretty good. I thought in slow-mo it kind of revealed it wasn't a great fight. <laughs> who got? Who did hold me back, bro? Did somebody hold me back, bro? No, they kind of both just went at it. And they, they, they have a couple of swings there. Yeah, they got taken apart. Um, that was a legitimate fight. I We've had a couple of those now in the NBA here in the last week. The NBA's become a fight league, man. That's the guy I would want. Mo Bamba? If you could, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're at a position where you kind of have to take a flyer. Mo Bamba's had attitude problems. It has not worked very well for him in Orlando. He's not finding a lot of minutes here. They're starting to showcase him now. I, I would I would love to experiment with it. It's obviously a gamble, but you already you already have a gamble on your roster, and that's Yusuf Nurkic. Give me the guy who's gonna set screens, stretch the floor, finish, you know, high lobs, super athletic seven one yeah. guy. Like, I'll take that all day. Don't need to dump it to him in the low block, you know, five no. percent of your possessions or whatever Yusuf He'll Nurkic shoot the is three. at right now. Yeah, he'll shoot the three a little bit. He's a three shooter. Uh, he's a stretch five for them, and I I'd like to see what he is. He's also only twenty three years old. I think people forget that because he feels like he's been in the league for a, for a, a handful of years. He, he's only twenty three, so I'd be yeah. willing to to roll the dice with that. But again, that goes back to the larger question: Who wants to take on the use of Nurkic contract? How did you answer that one? I did. I have faith in Joe that Hart and Nurkic are gone. I think that's the probably most viable path forward for them. Do you think they both get dealt by Thursday? I like that you have faith. I voted, I believe I voted Nurk and Hart, Hart gone. Yeah. But I won't be surprised if Hart's gone and Nurk stays because Nurk might have to be a summer move. <sighs> I know. And I'm worried about that. But we're all waiting on our seats at look, the edge of our seats this week. You can't force teams to take the contract. Nope. So you're going to have to sweeten that deal a little bit. We'll see what Joe can do here in his first full trade deadline is, or G, uh, trade deadline as a full time GM. Uh, the interim tag obviously removed. Uh, Kyrie Irving was traded over the weekend. We got a couple of poll questions on that. A potential Blazer trade that uh, we want your answers on. We'll let you know where listeners are at on that. And Giannis is in town tonight, the best player in the NBA. Uh, excited for that one. And we'll wrap it up there next on a Monday on The Fan. Well, the big story in sports over the weekend was, of course, the Pro Bowl. Just oh, kidding. Just really? Kidding. I Just... thought it was shooting down a balloon. <laughs> we did. We got the balloon, guys. We did it! <laughs> we did it. What's the go, new guys? outrage thing we're mad about? It's not the balloon anymore. Way to go, guys. We did it. Did you see the Happy Gilmore video? <laughs> I did, When yeah. he does the drive with the movers, <laughs> the long drive, and he hits the house and the lady. They did that, and they just <laughs> yeah. show him hitting the balloon and deflating it. The sports teams have turned those into pretty good highlights. I've seen a couple of baseball ones of, like, big home runs. Yeah. Like a, like a Jordan Alvarez home run in the World <laughs> Series, and it's like, oh, my God, he exploded the balloon. Did you watch any of the live cell phone recorded videos of them of people I in, uh, I think it was South Carolina or North Carolina? It was over somewhere over North Carolina because they wanted right. to wait until it got over the ocean. They didn't want it to kill anybody or take out a house. They so wanted they- it over the ocean. Yes. They also wanted to, they didn't shoot it down right away. We found this out. Because they were obtaining all the information that China was getting back, and then we actually counterintelligence them and got their information from it. We went Kramer reverse peephole on them. We did. We, we flipped it on them. Uh, but the <laughs> cell phone videos are remarkable. It's just people all over the state recording, like there they are, here they go, <laughs> and then you can hear it's like, 
and they're like, yeah, <laughs> everybody's cheering from the beach. It would have been pretty badass to see in person. Uh, no, the big sports story of the weekend was Kyrie Irving got traded. He demanded a trade on Friday, and uh, much to our luck, it happened right after we got off the air. That's how things usually break. Wait till like Yusuf Nurkic gets traded in 15 minutes, and then we don't get to talk about it. <laughs> Danny and Dusty will have it. Until tomorrow. Uh, so that he demanded the trade on Friday, and I thought, well, you know, they've been kind of stubborn with this. Remember KD requested a trade? Maybe they're just going to say, screw you, Kyrie. Show your ass up to work, and you're going to play the rest of the year here, whether you like it or not. Uh, that did not happen. They traded him to Dallas, a big return. We asked a couple of poll questions on this. How you feeling? Kyrie Irving was traded to the Mavs. Was it worth it for Dallas to swing for Kyrie to be paired with Luka? And uh, right now from last night, 57% of you say no. It was a dumb trade. Which, ironically, the very next poll question was, no matter how you feel about the trade, are you a little jealous that Dallas is willing to roll the dice and make a move for Luka? And 78% of people right now are saying, yes, I am a little jealous that they made it. So we don't like the move. It's a dumb move. But we like that they made a move to help their superstar. Yeah, that's because those are two different scenarios. (laughs) Making a move for a superstar player is something you want, whereas make a move for a player like that. Who is the equivalent? What's the is there an equivalent for Kyrie? Like, never mind the conspiracy stuff, just the consistency factor of how much he plays. Um, you know, his his kind of personality type in the it's about me. Oh, I don't want to play. No, I want to play. Oh, I like it here. Oh, I don't like it. Is there an equivalent to a wing player in the NBA where I could say they traded for so and so? Immediate pushback to that trade is like it is for Kyrie, or he goes, "Why would you do this?" But you you. I don't know if there is. I don't know if there is. He's kind of by himself, isn't he? I'm trying to think. Like Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's had his run-ins with teammates and organizations, and wanted out of Chicago and Minnesota. But But he's been to a finals in Miami, and everybody would sign up for that. Exactly, he's exactly what you need in the NBA. Why? Just like how would Portland react if they made a move somewhat in that nature, where it's like you don't really understand it, it reeks of desperation, and it's a malcontent. I, I I tend to believe Portland would actually. They'd do what Dallas is doing. They would do what Boston did and what Brooklyn did. We're different. We have Dame. We have culture. We have, you know, we have this. We have that. I just tend to believe that's what Portland would do if we made a big swing that most people would, you know, categorize as desperate or, you know, not a smart, uh, prudent move for them. (laughs) We can't get rid of Anthony Simons. Are you kidding me? He's untradeable. He's an untradable asset. There are people, though. (laughs) There are people and fans in this city that That do feel that way way about him. They feel that way about Shaden Sharp. I mean, yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Blazer fans getting too in love with their young players. Where have we seen this movie before? Speaking of which, we also asked a poll question. If Kevin Durant came out and said he would play or be willing to play with Damian Lillard in Portland, would you be okay with the Blazers, including Ant and Shaden Sharp in a deal to get Kevin Durant? 80% of you so far. I'm impressed by that 80 percent of you so far saying yes mm-hmm. you would pull the trigger on that deal i was worried those numbers would be lower we'll see how that poll question goes uh, moving forward but we do get another look at the purgatory blazers tonight the 26 and 27 they got back to 500 for a game now they're back below 500 uh, milwaukee is in town tonight are the bucks fully healthy again or they got everybody middleton is back yeah yeah, yeah he's uh, just come back the last week or so yep um, and Bucks, Milwaukee clearly has not suffered too much from it because they're only a game out of first from the yep. East, and they're only like a half game or a game out from having the best record in the NBA, despite the fact that Middleton has missed a good chunk of the year. Because they have the best player in the NBA. Yeah. I've heard he's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard he's pretty good. It's, I, and I'm Does tired. he get I'm, 50 tonight? Uh, no, I'll say he goes for 40, <laughs> 42. I mean, he had, what, three three fifty point games in the last 10 or 12 or something for the Bucks. They were down 21 points um, 
middle to late third quarter, and they won that game. And he finished with 54. I want to see if I can find his over-under on draft I'm getting kind of – you know I'm getting tired of? Bucks minus four, by the way, That's the line on the game, yeah. It's a four? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm I'm a big Giannis guy, Uh so I'm coming with obvious bias here. I'm tired of people debating if he is. The best player in the NBA? Yeah, like there's legitimate debate, and it goes back and forth all the time. Luka's awesome. I get it. Luka doesn't play defense. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. 34 and a half is his his uh, over-under. Over-under I would take the over on that. Who's guarding him? Exactly. I mean, who could guard him on any team? That's the whole thing about Giannis. Well, it's also how you guard him. You want to slack off and make him shoot? He's still so lengthy and athletic that he'll still go to the cup and get a bucket over you. It's always fun, though. I, I'm with you. I don't. To me, that's not a real debate. I, he's the best player in the NBA. If you're doing a franchise draft or like a, you know one of those fantasy draft things, he's no matter your situation, he's the first pick you're taking. Yes. There's only one Giannis. Luka's one of the best scorers in the NBA, and you don't want to take anything away from him or Jokic or Embiid. There's a lot of great young talent. Steph, who's still, I mean, he got hurt this weekend. That's a whole other story we didn't talk about today. A lot of great players in the league. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. Um, and he's in town tonight. Whenever you get to watch a guy like that, it's always fun. But it feels like he gets this more than other players have gotten it. When we've played this game before, the best player in the league, yeah. there's not a lot of pushback when you play it. When it's LeBron, it's LeBron. If it's Kevin Durant, you get a little LeBron pushback. Other than that, most people are like, yeah, it's Kevin Durant. And with him, it's like, no, he's not. It's this person. It's he that can't person. shoot. Yeah, it's it, Jokic. It's Embiid. It's Luka. It, you know what I mean? There's always a – It does. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading too much into things, but it feels like there's more of an argument with him, whereas other players, we all kind of go, yeah, he's the best player. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe most people view it how I view it. That's the best player in the league. How do we feel about tonight? I don't feel good. I think they're going to lose. I, mean, I box think minus it four. might get out of control. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I mean, first, first game back bad. from a road trip, always tough. Is no, this the start of a road trip for the Bucks, or they, have they been on the road? No, they did a West Coast swing. So this is the start of it? Uh, yes. I didn't see last night's games, admittedly. I lost money on the NBA yesterday. They played uh, Golden State yesterday? This is their first of a road okay. trip. Okay. They were home so against Miami was their last game. They're they focused. This could get ugly. Well, it's a nationally televised game, kind of. It's on NBA TV tonight, so see if we can show out for the NBA fans out there. Last 10 games are the second-worst defense in the league. It's a good combo when you Don't forget, though, we fired Terry Stotts because the defense is bad, but don't worry, Chauncey will fix it. No defense is a good combo for Giannis. It'll throw him off. He won't know how to react. There you go. What would Neil O'Shea say right now in an interview? I don't know. <laughs> is he back on Soul Proppers yet? Hey, that'll do it for us. If you miss any of the show, go check the pod. We went to... Uh, Dallas for the Daily Ticker. Kevin Hagelin, one of our good buddies, to talk about Kyrie Irving going to the Mavs and getting teamed up with Luka Doncic. Uh, we're going to have a lot on the Super Bowl, obviously, as the week goes on. The NBA trade deadline, it's going to be busy. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.